Hey out there, this is Zach Slater, and this is Let Me Know How It Is. This is part two of our year-end episode. If you haven't caught part one, be sure to check it out. This time, the panel looks ahead to what we're excited about in 2020. Enjoy! Okay, so that's it for 2019. So, uh, what are we excited about in 2020? Clifton, you got one? I do. I'm looking forward to all of the major superhero films this year. I'm, I'm combining them together. We got Birds of Prey, Black Widow, Wonder Woman 1984, and Eternals. Uh, Marvel ones are definitely the ones I'm most looking forward to. Those are, those are always my favorites. Uh, I'm looking forward to the DC ones, Birds of Prey and Wonder Woman, for a similar reason. I think for both of the movie universes, it's kind of a turning point this year where... I think they're both trying to figure out what their next direction mm. is going mm. to be. And I'm curious to see where they both, <laughs> what direction they both go. Um, and we wrapped up the Marvel stuff with, with Endgame, got the epilogue in uh, Far From Home. So now it's Marvel opening up a new chapter. And I'm, I'm very curious to see how they do it, especially with a title like Eternals, which has been around in the comics, but I don't know of like any avid Eternals fans, honestly, from comics. Like, I don't know anyone who will tell you that's their favorite comic book. Nobody, nobody would say that. I am fascinated <laughs> to see what the Marvel Studios does with it. Sure. <laughs> like, they gave us Guardians of the Galaxy that I don't think people were expecting. Even fans of Guardians of the Galaxy right. were not expecting that Guardians of the Galaxy. So yeah. I'm curious to see how that one will turn out. For the DC ones, I mean, I feel like they're finally given up on their attempted a shared universe and yeah. it's probably for the best for them uh so i'm curious to see how that goes too another fun fact just about all four of these movies is that all four are directed by women mm. which mm. is a major i think yeah. milestone in in popular media of actually any kind to have four tentpole movies directed by women and i can't wait to see how mm. they do yeah i'm not sure about the the I, i'm looking forward to the marvel stuff i'm looking forward to eternals mm. and and black widow i'm on board for both of those even though i haven't seen other than uh, what's his name, his pictures of him being jacked. Camille Nanjani. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. is he is um, jacked. Which is an amazing transformation <laughs> yeah. from what he normally looks like. But uh, it's uh, you know, Eternals, as you said, is not. It's a it's a niche. <laughs> Even if you want to argue that in, in like Kirby stuff, mm. the idea that it's it's you know, I, I always looked at it like New God's Light, right? Because it's one of those things where it's it's similar in, in, in thought and scope and, and scale to what the new gods were at DC, but it's just not. I do think it was like he went to DC, did new gods. I think kind of something went wrong there. Mm. He decided to go back to Marvel. And I think Eternals is finishing off mm. some of his ideas that he had for new gods. Yeah. At least the, the origin of it. Um, I The the DC stuff, I, I liked the Wonder Woman 84 trailer. I thought it was pretty cool. That better be a good explanation to the stuff with the lightning. <laughs> that to me was you know it like it's fun no it does look fun it looked i mean it was a cool shot but i had a right. moment of like eh, how does that how does that exactly not be a conductor and she's not fried by <laughs> right. lightning i don't yeah. well i don't understand her wings it, it, that's the thing that didn't make sense to me uh, the kingdom come armor yeah it just it in 84 is that what we're getting you know and that like again i was like what he was saying i think at this point shared universe and how it all fits is out the window because it doesn't yeah because then, yeah and it's then, hard watching that trailer though and remembering that though. Yeah, I think yeah. like there there are moments where I'm confused and I'm excited about it too. Like I do like the first movie, but I I have to keep reminding myself like like the like it, 
it's not pl- it's not they're not setting up anything here they're not <laughs> yeah. they're not you know what i mean well, I mean, but, watch it. no i was gonna say it looks like a shell game to me when i look at it like mm-hmm. uh we know who the one of the villains are in the movie but at no point do they probably show that person in their villainous ways right um and then also they introduce a villain that's not really tied to one mm-hmm. woman in that way um so I, I, who is the other villain i know obviously yeah. cheetah is, is played by um Kristen Wig. Right. Who's the, uh, who's the other? I can't wait for it. Really, Pedro Pascal is playing Maxwell Lord. Oh, oh, so we're getting the Wall Street. Is yeah, that what we're we getting. Are. Yes, we are. Okay, Greed is good. Yeah. Basically. Okay. All yeah. right. I mean, unless it's, unless you we're going to love Max Lord. Oh, I love Max Lord. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I thought he was playing. I wasn't sure, but I had that moment of, you know, the only thing, that, the only two, the time, the time the two characters cross over is basically in, in, in uh, Prelude Two. Infinite Crisis, crisis. Yeah. yeah, and it's a fairly big Wonder Woman moment. I don't think yeah, we're, we're going to get. Yeah, we're not going to yeah. get that. I don't think we're getting that. So again, I don't know why you would. Well, on top of that, they say they're taking away her uh, sword and shield. They made she made a prominent she press a conference. Sword and shield. Yeah, but that's the whole point of what they said. <laughs> they said um, she's strong as hell. Yeah, she has she, this, she has that. There's no need for her to uh, be antagonistic with that sword and shield. Sword and shield's a recent addition. It's not something she's had all along. Yeah, she's, she's mm. been. It's one of the things where from the beginning she's being, you know, she's been shown as being proficient with weaponry. But it's sure. for the most, like again, it's one of those things for the majority of her time. Because I saw a thread about that where people were losing their minds. Ah, oh, I can't believe they're 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 basically making her, you know, weaker or whatever. And I was like, it's she doesn't need it. She never needed. <laughs> you know, I've seen her. You know, I've seen her punch all sorts of stuff as hard as Superman <laughs> has, and had no problem with not need. You know, it's kind of like given like again giving Superman a sword and a shield. Why do you need to give Superman a sword <laughs> and a shield? He's plenty strong on his own. So is she. I so, think uh, she can okay. ride lightning too. Right? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the thing she can do. Yeah. I don't know how that works. Um, I mean, that, I'm, I'm fine. Like I said, if, if 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 you explain it in the movie, I mean, I'm somehow, sure I'm fine with I'm it. Sure, I can eat it. I'm sure it's got some kind of epic or mythical quality, and I'm and she deserves it. She's yeah. that kind of character. I'm not arguing that. It just was one of those where, it, and it's a very striking moment in the trailer where I went, huh? Yeah. You know, I mean, I feel that um, they're putting him in as opposed to uh, Doctor Psycho. Yeah. Because it's the same type of power setting. I guess so, yeah. yeah. I guess that's what they're doing is I don't know why they wouldn't, you know. Put Dr. Psycho. Sure, yeah. exactly. You know, cast someone for that role and and use them. But I, I don't know. I have, I have no idea. Again, it's one of these where the plot seems to be, you know, I don't know the plot other than the fact that those two characters are in it now. What so. else was on your list? You said Wonder Woman. You said Black Widow. You said Eternals. Birds, oh, the Birds of Prey. Birds of Prey. Birds of Prey. Birds those of are the four major was ones. It, those are the two Marvel, one? two DCs now. Okay. Because for me, I... I, I Nothing about Birds of Prey is interesting to me. I am not interested at all. It, everything I've seen about it turns me off. It's a cast. I like the cast a lot. The cast is good, but I just yeah. don't think I don't think the premise is that tightly. I mean, I think I, I, I'm I'm on. I have to say I think we're Frank. It's I don't think it's for me. So to speak, mm-hmm. no. it, it could be a great uh, movie, but not for me per se. At least I'm not the audience, which is right. fine. I, I just see them rallying behind Harley. In that sure. particular incarnation, which is fine, I just don't think it's it's just the, I would rather see Poison Ivy part of that group if you're gonna make Harley the focal point of that group as opposed to a cop. We don't and, know that she's not gonna super, be in it though. Who Harley? Poison Ivy. No, we she, don't know that she's not gonna be in it. No, you're right. It it, it could <clears> be, but I, I but I'm but I'm to think that it'd be led by a major star if you're gonna have use uh, that character as opposed to not. I'd hate to think that it's just a throwaway actress used. To be um, poison ivy as for, opposed to for me, it gets back to something you said earlier. I I don't need Harley Quinn in my Birds of Prey movie. Much like you saying I don't need Iron Man in a Spider Man movie. I think Birds of Prey is a strong enough concept. I've read enough right. strong Birds of Prey issues. I get, check out Gail Simone's run; it's full of great stuff. Yeah, it is. You don't need Harley Quinn to sell that movie, and the fact that they do it, it's it's again it's one of those things where when they roll out all the stuff like for the posters when it first came out, 
the focal point is Harley Quinn. Sure. And, and I, I, it's one of the things where I like Harley Quinn. I like Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn in, in Suicide Squad. I just don't think the two worlds need to meet. They can meet, but they don't need to be. It doesn't need to be. The backup band doesn't need to be Birds of Prey. Right. And that's what it you, seems like. I think you guys are approaching the concept just a little differently from me. Because for me, I'm just looking at like what the movie is going to be. And that they just snag the name Birds of Prey for it. You know, like I, I like I'm not I'm not so steadfastly holding on that like the Birds of Prey was this particular roster in the comic books and that's not what we're getting and so I'm not into it. Like I don't need that. My my one thing about the title is I I wish that the Birds of Prey moniker was reserved for a movie that was going to be PG-13, right? Because I feel like I feel like in that instance you have an opportunity for like young girls to want to buy Halloween costumes of Batgirl and Black Canary and Huntress and all that stuff. And I feel like it's a wasted opportunity there to me, right? To do a rated R movie called Birds of Prey. That's an all girl cast that, you know, you're not going to be able to play. You're not going to be able to get young girls to see this. If, if I was approaching the film and I'm a filmmaker of any stature or, or any sense of the word, it had been Batgirl be the focal mm-hmm. point of the introduction to the Birds of Prey because she is a member. But the fact that you're using the Huntress and Black Canary as an introduction to the DC Universe through the lens of Harley Quinn seems a bit odd Yes, as far as who they would bring that into it. I'm not saying that. Uh, to me, I think Margot Robbie's character and her portrayal of Harley Quinn was enough to support a movie. They didn't need the back, like what Frank was saying, the backup man to be an all established character, uh, a group that has its own um, following and its own you know, story revolved around it. I, 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 I just feel like you guys are letting the title carry no, too much no, weight no, because no, I feel like no. if it was called Harley Quinn, no, I, it just and it, they just had these people, and I feel like you guys wouldn't care. No, it, no, I, no, I'm fine with it being a Harley Quinn movie. I just don't think it. Um, you need to have those characters support Harley Quinn, right? Because mm-hmm. she has her own imagery that comes with her as a character, just like how the Birds of Prey have its own imagery. And have them to be introduced under the umbrella of Harley Quinn will change them mm-hmm. irrevocably after. Let's say, let's say as a result of this movie does stupendously well. Whatever you saw, Birds of Prey mm-hmm. is done, and I didn't think it needed changing. I just needed. I just thought it needed introduction. Need a boost. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. it. And I think the boost would have been better portrayed as Batgirl, just because it follows that same niche of what they're trying to produce with Harley Quinn. Yeah. It, it would have worked fine. In fact, they used Cassandra Crane, who was a Batgirl, yeah, to, to throw it in there as that's, well. That's the problematic part of the movie for me. Is but it, is it based on the trailers to take a Cassandra? Yeah. Who I didn't know that's who that was. You wouldn't know. That out how would you, like, how would you oh, know from okay, that trailer yeah, at all? You wouldn't yeah. know at all. They, they regressed the girl. I feel like it's more of what X-23 type of push into it as far as a... Uh, a killer it's a jubilee killer. to me yes she comes off as jubilee she comes off as like she, a, comes, she comes off like someone's gonna babysit your kids and that's not what that's not what cassandra came back girl is but like you said if i mean i'm gonna find out the premise of it without mm-hmm. seeing it to see what they did with it but it's it's to me they're just using it as a vehicle to push holly quinn's character in a direction that was going anyway i just don't think it needed to be supported by those characters that they threw in the movie so, some okay. of us are excited for. Yeah, you're right. Yes, some of us. Give it a shot. Yes. You guys can let me know. I'm, I'm, I keep seeing the trailer. It keeps yeah, intriguing me a little more. Yeah, let me know. It is. I'll be yes. there. Uh, piggybacking off the style of what Clifton just did, as far as uh, bring two different, um, well, the various movies together, but mine unfortunately are related to one another. Is just mm. something that I'm both anticipating. I just want to 
pushed out there. I'm waiting for the second season of Star Trek. I mean, third season of Star Trek Discovery. Hmm, okay. And gosh, it's on the tip of my tongue as well. Oh, Picard. Picard. No, no. Well, there you go. Oh, well, well, <laughs> wow. I, I can combine it. And Picard. I'm really looking forward to Picard. I am as well. Yeah. 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 Me too. Yeah, Me but, too. Do not watch the second trailer. Of what? Picard. Oh, no. I don't, watch after, sec- don't watch the second trailer the first one. The first one, it, it yeah. had me at hello originally. That's, yeah. that's what Picard, the, the, the show is. But both. I feel that Discovery's been doing a good job of portraying a strong female lead to, uh, in that universe. Um, I know I can't help the discussion with too many people because mm. unfortunately it's on CBS Access, which I, I can throw, throw throw a rock into the Grand Canyon and hit somebody that's seen that too. It'll have the same effect. No one's seen that that I can discuss it with fully, but I enjoy the show for what it is. And Picard is nothing but great as far as um, feeding off of the uh, the need for people to watch next generation history as we've seen what the Orville is basically mm-hmm. just the <laughs> next generation. Yeah, that scratches that itch from, from Star Trek TNG. Yeah. For sure. Exactly. So Picard was my favorite trailer from 2019. For sure. Was it really? Yeah. First okay. one anyway. Yeah. The San Diego release trailer. Yeah. yeah. And then and then I got super jazzed and then when the second one came out, I was like, of course I'm gonna watch this. And then I regretted it because it reveals way too much. That's why I'm saying stay away from it. Do not Oh uh, well I'm hoping I'm hoping it's just the misdirect and not the um the you know the the stake, so to speak. I'm hoping that as as a Well don't spoil it because I have not seen the trailer. No, I haven't seen it either. <laughs> I'm just I'm just assuming that whatever you saw in there isn't gonna be the reason why you see it or the reason why it's good. Um I'm poker facing it right now. I'm, I'm, really? not, I'm, I'm trying not to, to. No, I don't want to say anything. Oh wow! It yeah. must be really bad for you to feel that way. Yeah, I mean, it, it went way too far. Oh I wow! Thought. Oh okay. Yeah. Okay, I, way too much. Yeah, I gave oh, okay. away really? way too much. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's disappointing. Yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, I'm still gonna see it. Uh, I'm not looking. No, me too. For, I wasn't looking for the second trailer at all. In fact, I didn't until you brought it up. I didn't think they released one. I was fine with just what they introduced, and I can walk away from it from that. And the discovery, they left a hell of a cliffhanger at the end of the second season, which leads me to believe that um, it might intersect with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not quite sure. It's, yeah, I'll just leave it at that. I have no idea what they're doing with discovery. No idea whatsoever. But again, I, I loved what they did with the character. I love the actress, how she portrays it, what they went through, what homage they played to the original series, how they intertwined it. It's almost as if, uh, to me, it felt like they didn't combine the J.J. Abrams movie into it, which makes Star Trek more convoluted than it already needs to be. Hmm. It, it plays off the original love of the series. But hmm. it, unfortunately, it still doesn't answer the question of Klingons, which uh, <laughs> I think the series or the, the franchise itself desperately struggles with to this day. But no, those are two things I'm looking forward to as far as uh, Star Trek is concerned. I think they have... Uh, they have people who actually want to push the franchise further and not let it die in the wind, even though um, the um, the movie franchise has been picked up. We mm-hmm. might see a, a fourth one if Possibly. 2021, um, which is always a good thing. Uh, I don't think French, I, I'm kind of disappointed that Star Trek has hit a, a wall, so to speak, as far as ideas go and direction it should be heading into. But yeah, Star Trek Discovery and Picard. Thank you. I, I can't believe I completely found Picard. You know, I was going to... Picard was on my list. That's why it came to my yeah, mind. Okay. Yeah, yeah, mine too. <laughs> but Frank, that's my two. What you got? I am looking forward to a video game that's coming out in April. Is it The Last of Us? No. I mean, I'm looking forward to that. That's definitely Last of Us 2 is definitely on my list. But the one that I'm looking forward to more is um, Cyberpunk 2077. Okay. Which is by Project Red, who did The Witcher. The Witcher, the third Witcher game that mm-hmm. came out, which is a phenomenal game. Played on PS4. Uh, it's coming out for PS4, 
Xbox One and PC on April 16th. At least that's when it's scheduled. I think it got moved back. It was supposed to come out, I thought, at some point this year, but I think it might, I guess, got moved back. But it's based on a tabletop game. Yeah, it is. But you've got, you know, it's one of those things where it's set in, in, in a future. It's sort of Blade Runner-ish, wouldn't you say? Definitely Tommy? Blade Runner-ish, yes. Um, and, and main character is voiced by? Wait, one main character is voiced by Keanu Reeves? Yes. It's one of those <laughs> things where he's playing a fairly major character. Is he reprising Johnny Mnemonic? No, but he's, he's yeah, he's, he's not real. It was mnem- a cyberpunk classic. He's, yes, he's not real mnemonic in this as far as I know. But his character's name is, what's his name? Like Johnny Silverhand or something like that. <laughs> so probably Perfect. not. Yeah, yeah, so it'll sorry. be. But it's one of those things where, um, you know, you can play, you, it's, you can, much like uh, The Witcher, you can make a lot of moral choices. I imagine there's going to be, much like Witcher, there'll be a ton of side quests, which is one of the things I love about Witcher is the fact that, yes, there's the main thing that you're doing and, I wasn't all that familiar with The Witcher as a concept, and I'll probably learn more from watching the Netflix series that's coming up. <laughs> this week. Yeah. So it's one of those things where even not knowing, there's still a ton of stuff that you could make decisions on and affect your the character's life and, and, and you know, all these minor things that you could do. You know, there were quests that basically you would ride through the countryside and all of a sudden you'd be on a side quest that takes you a good 15, 20 minutes out of your way before you realize, oh, yeah, there's a main quest I need to get back to. And that happens mm-hmm. all the time. But in this, you can play as you know you have you can basically have a good moral code or a bad moral code or somewhere in between. You'll be able to modify characters a ton. Uh, there's even an opportunity that if you want to play the entire game without killing a single person, you can, which I think is kind of an interesting thing. You'll have like weapons that can impa- incapacitate people and take them out, but you don't have to outright kill anybody if you don't have that. Comp- you know that's not your thing. If you don't want to basically take out the quote unquote people you're against or bad guys, but it just for everything I've seen for it looks really amazing. Um, you know. But I only have compared the two, like I said, The Witcher, but that was a great game. Really fun game to play. But it comes out in April, so I'm looking forward to that. And again, Last of Us 2 is the other one that, that was definitely supposed to be this year, wasn't it, Tom? Yeah, they pushed it back to May. It was supposed to debut in February, but they pushed it back to May for some reason. Yeah. It's one of the things where I don't know if it's competing with another game or was uh, they need to do a little more work on it, but I've only seen the demo for it, which was a bit of cutscene stuff, which expands the story of Ellie and um, what's the other character's name? Joel. Joel. So basically explores what happens after it's a good, what, 10 years? Is it that much of a gap? I think it's not that. Or maybe it's eight years, something like that. I think that. eight years. But it, t- it takes place um, a good, you know, a fair amount of time after the end of the first one. And, you know, if you've ever played, the, I don't want to spoil the first one because it's still worth playing. If you haven't played the first one, it ends pretty ambiguously on whether or not, you know. Moral. Yeah, very, very hard moral question at the end. So it's one of those things of does that moral question come back to haunt them? I'm looking forward to playing that too, but like you said, that doesn't come out until May. So mm-hmm. those are two of the bigger things I'm looking forward to, at least video game wise in 2020. Cool. Yeah. All right. Start your groans, everybody. Okay. Top Gun Maverick. <laughs> <laughs> you want to surprise. You want to know who <laughs> the person they made that movie for? It's me. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's me. Okay. You, I wanted, had, you wanted to see Tom Cruise on the beach playing volleyball again? I love yes. that scene. As a 60-year-old yeah. man, go for it. <laughs> Can you reach the ball? No. <laughs> they lower the net. Movie magic. He stands on a box. Yeah. Oh, I He's on a pulley system. And, they, like, you and know. that's only three feet yeah. high. I thought man. you were saying they, put it, they play it on a tennis court. Right. <laughs> Just put some sand down. Yeah. 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 It, it works. But yeah. No, like I had, I had no idea that this was a sequel I wanted. Uh, I, I think there's too many sequels being made. Uh-huh. Uh, I would have told you that 
you know, Top Gun. Oh, why do we need a sequel to it? It's mm-hmm. ridiculous. We don't need one. But then the trailers came out. I'm like, you know what? I don't hate this. Okay. Uh, I don't know a whole lot about it, but but like it from what I'm inferring from all of the trailer stuff and everything, I think that the character's on an interesting journey. I think uh, character's in an interesting place in this world. Are they fighting aliens in this one? I hope not. Are they okay. fighting? I hope <laughs> not. Yeah, probably. That justifies need to be there. But uh, no, it's got a good cast, though. I mean, not just him, but Jennifer Connelly and Ed Harris and Miles Teller. And Is know. what's his name in it? Oh, no, he died. Spoiler. Spoiler. Oh, wow. In the 80s. Now you tell me not to reveal what happened to Hans Gruber in Die Hard. Whoa. (laughs) I've never seen Die Hard. I've never seen Die Hard. I've seen Die Hard so many times. I've never seen Top Gun. No? Never. How did you manage to avoid it? He's a heterosexual male. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) No, not that. Well, I am. But when 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 it was out originally... One, I'm not a huge Tom Cruise fan because I felt at the time Tom Cruise played Tom Cruise. Yes, yeah. every movie. And then the other I thing, think all you people are lying. And then the, that, I really do. I mean, he's good. He's good in what Magnolia. Magnolia is like the first time he doesn't really play Tom Cruise. You're at least you're, you're at least a, a non Tom Cruise fan that admits to seeing some movies though. Oh, I've seen. Uh, there's a lot of people I've met that are no, like, no, I don't like Tom guy. Cruise, and I'm I'm like I'm like f you. Yes, you do. Like you've seen. Oh yeah, I'm not I'm, that I'm guy. Like, look up his his body of work. You've seen at least I've a seen, dozen. I've seen. Like, far, I like. I've seen Far and Away. I've seen. You know, like I said, I've seen. Uh, what's Magnolia. one? Where what's the one where he's a fat man? Fat man. Tropic Thunder. Thunder. Thank you. That's yeah. the one. That's why. I, oh, he's fantastic in Tropic Thunder. But again, that's an that's an example of Tom Cruise not playing Tom Cruise in Tropic Thunder. He's playing uh, Grossman. Yeah, and, yeah. and he's great in that. Him. He's terrific in that. I like him in Rock of Ages too. Like anything where he's not never anything anything where he's having fun. I think I think it comes through. Yeah, he's not having fun in Mission Impossible. Oh no, he's having a blast in these Mission Impossibles. Yeah, I can't wait until, for seven and eight until he breaks his hip. Well, doing yeah, one of those stunts. Happens. No, what's going because to happen? Because he's got because you know he's going to have to. Well, he's, six. he's gonna he's fly old. a rocket ship. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. He's six now, so sooner or later he's gonna break it. Yeah. But no, I, I, I've never saw. And the other reason why I was not a big fan of it to begin with is, is the other reason is the fact that every, every douchebag in the world put on aviator glasses and suddenly thought they were Tom Cruise after Top Gun. And I was like, there's no way. I, I don't want to deal with that culture. <laughs> right. I, I'm good. I'm good, bro. I'm, I'm good. I'm, okay. I'm totally good with not having to deal with being, you know. So no, never seen it. Never seen it. Don't plan to see it. You know. All right. I mean, I, it's, it's also it's nothing. It's permeated enough in, into culture, into pop culture that I know enough of the the taglines and think Archer, goose, yeah, and all I that. Think Archer, you know. Danger Zone. Yeah, of course, Danger Zone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, great sound. Yeah, speaking of which, is is there a Kenny Loggins song? They're better. There should be. <laughs> there's gotta yeah, be. Gotta be. You know, kind of like we got with uh, Pineapple Express and the Huey Lewis song. <laughs> like, I, 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 if there's no Kenny Loggins song, why even do this movie? That's, yes. that's my other thing. Right. So, well, enjoy it. I will. You know, more, I hope more, so. More yeah. for you. From the yeah. trailer, I'll probably go see it too. I'll see it yeah. in IMAX or something. <laughs> but from the trailer, well, like know. I don't know what his journey. Like I don't know if his journey is supposed to be like he's the last of like a noble warrior. So he's the last samurai, right? Or, wow, or that's a stretch. <laughs> or he's never done that before, right? <laughs> or if he's supposed to be like you know, a 40 year old man still wearing his high school letterman jacket, like living in his glory days in okay. the past. I don't know which angle they're going with. I think it's a little bit of both. <laughs> From okay. what I I'm it's hearing, I, I think it's a little bit of It looks to me like where I, where, Again, the, the the images and the feels that I am getting from watching the trailer is what I imagine Han Solo to be in 
the future. What? Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, blasphemy. And <laughs> Zach just <laughs> derailed it for me completely. <laughs> wow. All right. Wow. Yeah. Okay, sure. That's interesting imagery there. <laughs> yes. Uh, let's let's hope he makes it into space. Yes. <laughs> okay. So again, more for you. I hope you yeah. enjoy it. Yeah. Yummy, and yummy, you yummy. can, you know, I'll let you know how it is. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Clifton, what's next? <laughs> can I go? If Clifton didn't have anything, he's stupefied after <laughs> Top Gun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, crushed. I knew that. List. I knew that would stump everybody. Can yes. I? Can, you can I? You can jump ahead, Tommy. Okay. I was going to say Enter the Spider-Verse. We're finally, I think it's coming out this year. Is, is it? it? Is that yeah. I want to say it's Christmas time. So. I thought it was. I can look that up. That's I don't so think it's 2021. I feel like it a couple years. Because the animation process. Yeah, because it takes a while. Oh, then damn it. I don't have anything. If that's the case. <laughs> I thought it was this year. I'm looking year. forward to that whenever it happens. I was going to say, Tommy, you were saying, you know, we had talked about the fact that with Mr. Robot wrapping up, then in February we're getting Briar Patch. Yeah, I'm half on her. I just like the I like I like the um half on who? My love affair with Rosario Dawson has subsided. <laughs> but I'm just saying the fact that Briar Patch is something we're excited about is is indeed something that's true, right? No, it, I am excited over it just because of uh the trailers and the rollout, but I was trying to think of something that I was more excited over okay. that's been announced, but I don't think there is now. Now I'm drawing the complete and utter blank okay. that I have to rely okay. back on Clifford. For those that don't know time. though, I, we were talking about Briar Patch prior to this. It was a new USA TV show. Headed by Rosara Dawson, that it's going to be. It's not even a um, show. It's more of a miniseries, right? But it, I, to me, it's more the fact that it's Sam Esmail's like second or third thing, really. Third, third, because he did the other one with Julia Roberts. That show, uh, Homecoming, I believe. Yeah, and the idea that Rosario Dawson is investigating um, her the death sister, of her sister. Yeah, death of her sister. She was a police officer in a small, looks a small, like small border town or small Texas town. Yeah, and then there's a cat like uh, Alan Cummings in it. Um, Kim Dickens is in it. It looks like a good cast and a good story, and it's one of those things where I'm interested to see how Sam Esmail handles not having it open-ended, knowing they're coming back for another season, mm. mini, because I can know he can tell a story from watching Mr. Robot, but knowing it's, you know, it's only, it's finite, yeah. you know, I'm looking forward to it. He's that. got chops. Yeah. He's, he's, he's good. He's good. I still hope his Metropolis thing happens. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, then. Um, piggybacking off of Clifton's idea of movies, uh, superhero TV shows. Um, I'm interested in seeing the um, Doom Patrol two, mm-hmm. the second season, mm-hmm. um, Star Girl, that that one has a stellar cast and um, interesting um, lead in of, of the character itself. I'm hoping they do a lot of um, the society justice society. Mm-hmm. Um, Probably will that that begs to come to DC. I was happy to see in the trailer that it is a, it is set in Blue Valley. Is it really? It is good. Yeah. So it's, you know, obviously we're not getting the traditional Kid Flash origin because it's no, not, that's not gonna <laughs> that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. Of course, the Disney Plus shows that are slated to appear, um, Falcon and Winter Soldier. I know I've seen clips of uh, WandaVision, but I know that's coming out, what, 2021? Probably. So it's a good distance away before that. I was just surprised that they, they've they even brought the concept up if if it's not going to be presented. But then again, they've done that for a lot of things. So. They just wanted to anticipate it, that's all. No, which, they, they know what they're doing. Yeah. And Zemo in the mask. And yeah, they're yeah, looking forward to yeah. Winter Soldier yeah. Falcon. Zemo, we get Sharon Carter. We get more Agent Thirteen. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. are we getting Agent Thirteen? Yep. She's hope, gonna be part of it. I hope, 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 hope we get Batrock. <laughs> I want George St. Pierre back. I loved him as Batrock. I'm hoping they learn from Shield. Yeah. Because I don't think Marvel does too well with TV shows. 
Um, it's been a long time since I've anticipated a Marvel show, me being excited over it. I know, Frank, you've you've realistically watched it, but after the first season when it felt like they were a shake, I didn't know what direction they went in, I I stopped watching it. I've stuck with it through. I mean, it's got you know they, since they realized that that they you know they utilized the the idea of the fall break, which is a silly concept because really you're just it's might as well be first half of the season, second half of the season. Mm-hmm. Once they they embrace the idea of okay, we can tell a story with eleven or twelve episodes and still have a back half of eleven or twelve episodes. They've done a lot better. You know, they had ideas like you know they brought some fairly big ideas to the small screen with like Ghost Rider or the Dark Hold and you know. Yeah, but we've at the same time we've seen Marvel done at, a, at least a better way with Punisher. Oh no, I agree. Daredevil, I agree. Sure. Yeah, so uh, it's it's, just, the, it's the movie people. Yeah, these so. shows these shows are being run by the movie studio. Yeah. There is no Marvel TV anymore. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I, yeah, I remember um, Clifton telling me that earlier on. They've earned my trust at this point. Like, well, the Marvel like, studio, the studio yeah, itself. Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. I mean, I'm looking forward to the idea of the fact that they're bringing you. I like the idea that they're bringing in U.S. agent. It looks like t- to me what it's looking like is you know while while we got the end of Endgame and and Sam you know got the shield and everything, mm-hmm. which is a you know which is a great moment in that in that movie. It seems like either there's going to be a reluctance to just immediately become Captain America or the U.S. government's you know someone's going to find out that Cap isn't Cap at the moment or we don't have anyone being Captain America and they're going to try and make their own. Okay. Which uh-huh. is, I mean, again, that's uh, that's all I can tell. That's the only reason why you would bring in a character like U.S. Agent is because the character originally was supposed to be a replacement for Steve Rogers. Okay. So, and he's just not, he's not, he doesn't have the same moral compass. He's not grounded properly. And basically it goes off the rails quick. Okay. So that's why that character is in, is, is in you know, in the comics at least. And then eventually sort of has a redemption story of like, wow, I really screwed this thing up as being Captain America. And now I've got to be my own thing. So I'm interested to see how that all plays out, along with the idea of whether or not they're going to move, you know, because they've said that now it's one of the things where, like, WandaVision is going to immediately feed into the Doctor, Doctor Strange, Strange. Doctor Strange, yeah. Doctor Strange sequel. So I'm interested to see, you know, as much as I like the idea of Sam being Captain America, until it's it's a Captain America on the big screen with his carrying his own Captain America movie, it's not really Captain America yet. You know what I mean? So I'm looking forward to if hopefully that's what they're going to set up in it, but we'll have to wait and see. Right. Okay. Oh, and part of the super one is I, I was thinking about earlier was um, they're doing Invincible on mm-hmm. Netflix, mm-hmm. Um, animated version of it. Um, I'm hoping it captures everything the book ever was in Vincent. It's possible. It's one of those things where I mean, I mean Kirkman is as is is a name as a result of Walking. Sure. Dead. Oh, absolutely. It's just one of those things where I, I'm hoping that they manage to you know capture what's great about Invincible, and it's one of those things where. I hope it's not. I mean, it's produced by Seth Rogen and the other guy that produced Preacher, <laughs> right? They were the names that were attached. I don't know if they're still the names that are attached now. Quite and possibly. What, and and I, you know, as, as as much as I like Preacher, and the boys, they produced the boys. Yeah, yeah they did the I boys. know. That's why I'm hoping it's more the boys than it was Preacher, because Preacher they seem to focus on the stuff that's, you know, they focused on, you know, all the Warner Brothers over the top violence and violence, stuff in yeah. it, as opposed to. You know, the fact that there is some sentimentality and there is a code and stuff, that, you know, that Jesse has in Preacher that you really don't get in the show. You do not. And it's one of the things where, again, with Vin- Invincible, there's a fair amount of over-the-top violence, too, as you know. Yeah, I do. But I'm hoping that they capture, you know, the idea that for a while it's a very straight-ahead superhero book. And then it takes yeah. a pretty heavy turn. and then it's a huge turn. And then it's never the same after that. No. So, and then there's moments after where, again, there's heavy stuff that happens. So... I love Invincible the comic. I think it's one of the best 
superhero books in the last 10 years. Yeah. Obviously, but it's one of those things where I don't know if... I'm hoping they lean more towards what they did with the boys as opposed to what they did with Breacher. I hope they follow the um, comic book storyline of how it progresses because unlike most superhero comics, it does have an ending. Yeah, that's so, true. Um, that's what I was going to ask. Did it wrap up? I can't remember. It, did. Oh, it definitely it did. Yeah, okay. it, it definitely did. did. It's good. It's a good ending. Yeah, strong, very strong ending. In yes. Fact. Yeah, I just hope they do it justice in, in, in order for them to continue the storyline from beginning to end because it's quite a long journey that they take them on. All right. So for me, the thing that I that this is something that I'm excited about in comics is something that I sent you guys out in a, in a group text a couple of days ago, which was speaking of Robert Kirkman, uh, I'm really looking forward to uh, Robert Kirkman and Chris Samney's Firepower. Okay. Did you not get that? I still have not. <laughs> <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't click the link. No, I did not. Link? I was I was not in a good place that I wanted to. Uh, Gotcha. It. But it looks like from from the few preview pages that were there, um, I, I guess we're getting it around June. I think is when it's, it's solicited for okay. June. I do love um, Chris Samney. Chris Samney's so a fa- nice. Chris Samney's a fantastic artist, phenomenal stuff. Um, a lot of cool like was on Daredevil, right? Yeah, he did yeah. Daredevil. He did the Daredevil Black Widow. Did Black Widow with Mark Wade. With Mark Wade. It's Ooh, great. That's who he is. Did, yeah. Did yeah. Captain America with Mark Wade too? Like Samney, my did, Yeah, he did the yeah. Thor very uh, briefly. What was the Thor? Mighty, Thor Jason. Mighty Avenger. Yeah, oh. yeah, with Roger Langry, uh, Lang- language. Yeah, language. Yeah. yeah. So one of the things that that I, that I thought one of the quotes that I took away from the article was that Kirkman was looking forward to building another universe, which I thought if you've read again, going back to what you said, Tommy, about Invincible, the guy builds good universes. Oh, he does. <laughs> he likes, you know, he, he builds good stuff. You know, there's a lot of oh, you know, a lot of good cliffhangers, a lot of good moments of like I didn't see that coming. You know, there's a lot of that kind of stuff. He, he it looks a little bit of a combination of uh, a little bit of wushu, a little bit of uh, firebenders, you know. Okay. It looks like it was you know that in that kind of vein of I'm coming here to learn this skill, you know. I hope you're going to teach it to me, and then I'm going to take it back out in the world with me. So whatever that world is, however big that world is, whatever Kirkman wants to add to it, I'm on board. So I'm very excited about it, as well as the fact that it didn't hurt that the artwork should be pretty great too. So. But yeah, I think, like I said, I think if you can, if you look up for, if you search it out, Firepower is the name of the book, and I believe it's listed for June mm. of 2020. All right. All right. I'm going to go with uh, 007 movie, No Time to I Die. I knew you will say that. I was waiting for that. I thought that would be your first choice. Second favorite trailer of 2019 was that one. Like, just, uh, God, it's beautifully, beautifully shot. Yeah. That's, um, the motorcycle of the step shot is really, really oh cool. Oh my god! Yeah, I haven't seen the trailer yet. Haven't seen it. Oh seen man! Oh, god, I'm good. It looks so. Cool. I'll go see it. Yeah, I, just I, don't, need the, I don't need the trailer. <laughs> gotcha. I have. To, I do have to watch Spectre. Spectre is the first Bond movie that I have not seen in the theaters. I didn't since, see it either. Since like Goldeneye, so mm. I do have to see Spectre before I go into this one. But no, I just, I Daniel Craig's been a great Bond. Very excited for this one. It looks like he's ending on on, on a high note. Mm-hmm. I hope he is, yep. at least. Yeah, I don't have a whole lot to say. I I, I hope that it's not going to entertain some of the dumb fan theories out there, which I'm a little nervous about, but, uh, you know, we'll see. I think the Bond girl in this one, or at least one of them, is going to be the actress Anna de Armas, who is one of Daniel Craig's co-stars in Knives Out, Okay, Ooh. which is an excellent movie. Yes. I do recommend mm-hmm. that one. It is so much fun. So I'm looking forward to seeing them teaming up again. Very cool. cool. In different circumstances. This one is directed by uh, the guy that uh, was show running True Detective for the first season. 
Okay. I believe. Okay. Maybe the first two. I don't quite remember if it was the same guy. Or not. No, it first is the season. same guy. First season. No, the no, same director. Justin Lin is the second season. Yeah, they switched after one season. Yeah. Did it really? Yeah. I thought. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Well, never mind, guys. Pori Fukunaga. <laughs> yeah. Fukunaga. Yeah, I don't know how to say the name, but yeah, I'm excited. Let's start us off on lightning round. Okay. Uh, for my lightning round, um, I'll start with one thing I'm excited about that I definitely know is coming, which is Bill and Ted Face the Music. Yes. <laughs> Almost 30 years in the making is another Bill and Ted adventure. And like I loved the first two. Mm-hmm. I have both soundtracks. Oh, wow. Excellent Adventure <laughs> oh, wow. and Bogus Journey. Still listen to them all the time. Uh, and then for the other lightning round, oh, another one I'm sure about is Dune, which is set for the <clears throat> end of 2020. I'm excited to see... Another attempt to film a possibly unfilmable movie or, mm. or unfilmable I, adaptation. But I this time... both of these. I almost said both of these. This time it's got an excellent director uh, and a good cast. Like I just remember it being a big cast and like every day for weeks hearing like so-and-so is in Dune mm. and this person's in Dune. Right. Uh, Timothy Chalamet, I believe, is the is the lead playing mm-hmm. Paul Atreides. Excellent actors and Rebecca Day, I Ferguson, think, is also in it. Uh, Rebecca Ferguson, uh, Jason Momoa. Yeah, it's a gigantic and, cast. And Dave Batista somehow, <laughs> right? <laughs> That'll uh, be good. Yeah. No, it's it seems epic. Very, very yeah. epic. Uh, I'm curious to see what they do with it this yeah, time. Yeah, it's supposed to be a two-part movie too, right? That I don't remember. Yeah, I think it is. Uh, there's a lot of material in the books. The other three things I've got for my lightning round are things I don't know. They've got question marks by them. They're okay. all they're all slated for 2020. I don't know if any of them will actually happen. One is the Avatar The Last Airbender Netflix series. That's what I was going to say. It's adaptation. Its last date was 2020 sometime. Yeah. So we'll see how okay. that goes. I was going to say that. I'm excited about this one. Uh, it does have uh, Kanichko and Martino attached to it. I believe it was probably a situation where it was going to be made like either way because Nickelodeon owns the property. Mm. And I figure it was like, we can get on and try to help it or it'll be done without us anyway. So let's, so let's give it a shot. I feel like happened, but I'm curious to see that one. Um, Why the last man Mm, is still scheduled for FX sometime in 2020. Brian Vaughn and Pierre Guerrero did talk about it in New York Comic Con mm. in October. But they, are they starting from scratch? Because I thought that everyone they cast, they had to get rid of. Right. They shot a pilot. Okay. Scrapped the pilot. Okay. Went back to the writer's room and still on order. And I think we're just going to go straight to series. Okay. On, okay. on that, whatever newest attempt that was. Okay. I can't wait to hear all the previous executives that all passed on it and <laughs> let the rights lapse be like, ah, we should have just made this. Yeah. It's going to be so good, I hope. I hope. Hopefully. And then the last question mark I have is that still New Mutants is scheduled for an April 3rd release. Oh, wow. It's been completed (laughs) like years ago at this point. I feel like that movie's been in the can for two years or at least more than a year. Uh, I want to see it. Like, I don't know if they're ever going to let us see it, but I'm very curious. The cast is great. I mean, it looks like an interesting take. It's kind of doing Mutants as like a like body horror type film, uh, which I don't think like, I think it's a fun idea to play with, yeah. uh, with the mutations and everything. The cast is a lot of very talented actors. Uh, Maisie Williams, Anya Taylor joy. I'm freaking some of the other people uh, from stranger Jonathan things from stranger. <laughs> right, yep. I'm blanking on his, his actual name. 
but all good people. So I hope I do get to see that sometime. I figure there's probably a good chance that it'll end up on Hulu or something and right. not in theaters, but I'll take it anywhere I can get it. There you go. Yeah, it was interesting to see where Fox maybe was going with the X-Men properties before they got bought out. Where between that and Deadpool, it looked like they were taking some chances, which which was cool. But, you know, by the way, I'm still happy uh, we're going to see Wolverine in uh, the MCU at some point. At some point. Cast Tom Hardy. Anyway. <laughs> Tommy, lightning round. Lightning round. Um, to break out on this, I was thinking only of um, Airbender. Mm-hmm. But um, I think Netflix... Definitely has a lot to offer. One I think is Lock and Key, that one comic book. They're putting that in. Oh, Stephen King's Joe. Joe, Joe Hill. King, no, Joe, it, yeah. yeah. That should be dropping um in February, I believe. Uh, I'm trying to think. There's also Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Amazon's sometimes. attempt at, at the grandiose. Um, I believe still scheduled script. for twenty twenty as well. Yeah, which is a huge budget yeah. for that. I like to see what they can encompass based on how much money they're throwing at it. I wanna know how they're gonna try and top yeah. the movies. Yeah. That's that's Big shoes to fill. Yeah. But the fact sure. that it's a series makes it, I, I guess, they have a lot of time to flesh out the characters and tell the story the way it should be told. But uh, it's not a story I don't think a, me particular was thinking that they should redo mm-hmm. this time, but it's a big swing. So I'm willing to see what they're going to do with that type of um, um, show. I want to see how they're going to flesh out Better Call Saul because mm-hmm. the way they ended the last season is wow. That was one of mine. I was looking forward to that too. Yeah, mm-hmm. that definitely... Um, uh, it's something I'm looking forward to um, seeing this year. I'm trying to think because uh, you guys said a lot of great ideas that it's and then how we how we produced it out was um, in chunks. So mm-hmm. I, I feel like this whole episode was a lightning round based upon <laughs> how much inf- uh, uh, how much I'm looking forward to me. What I think is the reboot of Westworld for season three. All right, it should be. It's it's going to be a soft reboot with the fact that uh, season two season one's very good. Season two is just a lot of missteps and let's do stuff to be clever that will pay off at some point but it gets very confusing and muddled quickly um and i i think that this is definitely a i don't know if it's a time jump i'm, th- I'm guessing that it is but it seems like it's one of those things where they're basically doing a soft reboot and basically we're no longer confined to the park okay that's what well, it looks yeah. like to me that's what it definitely looks like to me so i'm hoping what they should have done with season two is what they're correcting with season three yeah i think it's so I'm trying to think anything else. If if I missed anything, it's only because um, there's so much content nowadays that right. TV is getting, over, I won't say oversaturated, it's lovely because it's it's turning into books in which no one tells people to stop producing books because there's so many, I can't read them all. Just pick what you like and enjoy it. That's how I see it. Uh, I'm looking forward to, as, as underwhelmed as I was by the trailer itself that just came out, I am looking forward to Red Sun. From the DC animated stuff. Yeah, I haven't seen that trailer either. Is yeah. it is it worth looking at, guys? Did you see the trailer for Red Sun? Yeah, I mean, they're all fun to watch. I think. Okay. The trailers, well, I mean. Yeah. But yeah, I mean. Yeah, the trailer know, they, do, they don't they don't show a whole lot. I mean, I like the graphic yeah. novel a whole lot by um was it Dave Johnson and um Mark Miller, Miller was it yeah Mark Miller and then Mark Miller yo sorry yeah. possibly Grant Morrison <sighs> I forgot <laughs> I just I just thought of that. The Mark Millar stuff is com- Miller or whatever's coming Jupiter's out. Jupiter's Legacy or Jupiter's? Yeah, I Jupiter's. love Jupiter's. Um, is it Jupiter's Legacy? Yeah, I loved I love that series. I mean, I'm not a huge fan of his, but I, I absolutely love that series. I'm sorry to cut you off. No, that's okay. That no just video. popped in my head when you said that. No, that's fine. It's just, that was, um, yeah, that's what I, the one of the ones I was looking forward to. Is, I, 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 liked, I mean, I liked the graphic novel quite a bit for Red Sun. I just didn't. The trailer itself was kind of, it's a lot of generic shots of Superman doing stuff. 
even though he's just got the the hammer and sickle, you know, symbol. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, I want to see it just because I know um, uh, the Mattis was one of the ones involved. Yeah, yeah, he did the script for it, right? Uh, reportedly, so, yeah. So it's it's you know I'm sure no, that so yeah I, I'm sure it's gonna be awesome. I'm sure it's gonna be yeah. solid because of him. But it's one of those things where like the trailer itself that just came out. I was like, okay, well that's you know that's exactly what I expected from a trailer. But nothing surprised me. Nothing wowed me from the trailer. But I am looking forward to some it. some striking images. I would say some some a couple of things here and there. Do you have any idea what the short's going to be for it? Have you heard? I don't know. Not on this one. They didn't announce what the short what they were doing for. What was the last? It's short? either death death. But it's either gonna be Phantom Stranger. Or Adam Strange. Either one of those. Would be yeah. Fun. I'm good with either one. Yeah. But much like the way that Zach was saying earlier, you know, get ready to groan. I, for one, love the Ghostbusters Afterlife trailer. I did too. No I, groan for me. Okay. I haven't seen the trailer. I'm super <clears throat> excited for it. I'm excited for it too. Oh, I didn't think you were. I thought you were down on it. You're, no, you? no. I'm excited for it. I just, I think it's misleading. I think it's going to be a lot bigger than what it is. I think they're. They're, I, I, I'm envisioning it to be bigger because because okay. uh, it, it kind of gave me the Stranger Things vibe. And I think it's supposed to. You think so? <laughs> you think it'll be more Stranger Things than um, actually um, other characters stepping into the role, so to speak? No, I, I think it's one of those things where it's it's unlike the second one, uh-huh. the the the, re, the first attempt at a reboot. It's definitely going to be. It's, Wait, hang on. You're talking about the the lady cast, or are you talking about Ghostbusters two? Oh no! I'm sorry. What I what I said and I, and I was correcting myself in the second one. The first reboot attempt. Got okay. it. Okay. With, with the, the the all female cast. Yeah. Okay. You know, and, and again, it's one of those things where I, you know, I, I don't care what your Ghostbusters are. It's perfectly fine. I just think it worked. The idea of having a legacy and the idea of building on what came before is what the the the, the reboot missed. Well, I think they weren't allowed to. I think there were people holding out on that that wouldn't give them the rights to it at the time. Oh. The others, the cast wouldn't play along. But they're all in it. They are now, but they wouldn't play <laughs> along in 2016. Okay. So um, something in their minds changed, but... Okay. I don't but think... They were, but they were in it in 2016. They're in it, right. But they're not yeah. doing Legacy. They wouldn't allow Legacy. Right. Okay. That's sad. And so. yeah. That's what I remember <clears throat> hearing at the time, was mm. that they didn't want it to be a that's like, what... continuation. Then it came out, and then they changed their minds or something. I don't know. But something mm. changed. Okay. Because ultimately, that's why I think you heard it. Right. Yeah, no, I, I think well, they would have done it if they could have. Yeah, I agree. But that was one thing. That, I mean, that, that I mean, I don't know for sure what the story is, but it's one of those. I think they definitely heard it. I definitely think people were, you know, put off or turned off by it, and the fact that, you know, I, I saw it in the theater and didn't. I didn't really think it was all that funny. You know, mm-hmm. it's you know, it's one of those things where I thought it could have been a much funnier movie, and it wasn't. But regardless, this looks like it's you know, it's 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 Jason Reitman. Which again is a legacy thing, as well as the fact that it's more of a legacy thing in the trailer, you know, as well as there's stuff that I caught in the trailer. I'm like, oh, so that's the the way they're going with it. I don't want to put it out there because I'm sure it'll come out in a later trailer. Mm-hmm. But it definitely ties into all the earlier stuff that's in Ghostbusters. So, and then of course Paul Rudd's in it, which you know, you know, Paul yeah. Rudd's like religion. Either you like mm-hmm. him or you know you're a part of it or you're not. So it's one of those things that I, I was really excited about the trailer. I was kind of, you know, on the fence until I saw it, but now that I've seen the trailer for it, I'm all bored. Yeah. No, I, me too. Ghostbusters wait. is not a sacred cow to me at all. Yeah. I like it. <clears throat> I like, you know, right. I like the first movie. I was introduced more with the cartoon first. Sure. Yeah. than anything else, but yeah, this, this trailer, like I, I was very pleasantly surprised with this one. Not, not that I was expecting bad things, mm-hmm. but I was like, Oh wow. No, this looks really neat. Yeah. But I think they're definitely going for a Stranger Things it vibe with it. Especially with that kid. 
<laughs> Finn Wolfhard. Yeah, oh my God. Yeah, he's a good yeah. actor. Yeah. Yeah, but it's just. The, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. But I mean, yeah. think about this. He's the perfect for for the, the the character that he's playing. He's the perfect age to be that gangly weird kid when he's related to who he's related to. No. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, he's a perfect. Yeah. He's perfect for it. So it's one of those things where I like that's my that's one of the things I'm I mean that's my really only one left because most of the other stuff was either taken or I've exhausted my list, but that was the one I'm like I can't wait for it. I'm super excited. Yeah, I forgot about that. Trailer. That just dropped out of nowhere. Yes, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I mean, just Better Call Saul. I'm looking forward to coming back. Yeah. Um, uh, Zach, you love animated movies. Anything off that list that DC's dropping next year that's on your on your in your purview? So we're getting two Superman ones. Yeah. So it's Red Sun, and then it's going to be just like dark, like sequel. Okay. Like where they fight like like Apocalypse War, I think it's what it's called or something like that. Okay. Uh, and then there's supposed to be like an original Superman that's going to be the third one. Hmm. And then for Showcase, they were supposed to be doing Batman Death in the Family as sort of the long form anchor one. Like the, like the Superman Shazam one that they did a couple years back when they did the DVDs. You remember? The but compilation it, DVD that had all the all the showcase on it, and then they did you. the yeah. long short for, Shazam Black Adam thing, I should say. Right. Yeah, I got yeah. you. So the only thing I, that I could think of that I was that I'm curious about, because but it hasn't been announced yet, because I don't. Do we have a date for Eternals yet? Do Eternals. We, yeah. It's in November. November okay, 6th. so I would imagine sooner or later Marvel's going to announce, hey, we're doing a Eternals ongoing or an Eternals mini, sure, to try and get a trade or hardcover ready to go for when it rolls out in November. And I'm curious to see who they're going to give that to. That's what I was, I was just going to ask that. <laughs> who's who's going to get it now that Bendis is at DC? Yeah, I'm just curious as to who's the one that's going Jason to Jason Aaron. Probably. Yeah. I think Jason would be great at it. Yeah, yeah. that'd be so strong. Too. Yeah. yeah, I think it'd be perfect for Jason there. Yeah, I could see that. That would be that'd be a really good choice. I would, to be honest with you, I would love to see it be the 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 Jane Foster Thor team of him and uh, Dowderman. Yeah, I would love to see them do Eternals. Now that we. Let's speak it into being because that's right. what we're doing. Because again, I don't think it's been announced yet, but that I'm curious because again, Cliff and I have talked about it before about the idea that there's not a lot of classic Eternals stories that you could do. Right. You know, there's not like the, you can't point to a shelf and be like, here's all the Eternals books that you could read about. Sure. So I'm curious to see what someone might do with whole cloth of the idea of the Eternals. Right. I just find it weird that it, they didn't really integrate well with other Marvel characters. You might have got Cersei as part of being Avenger, mm-hmm. but it's it's. I think well, I think we'll get what they got with Guardians. It's a reimagining of them. I mean, you know, basis the basis of their problems will remain the same, but um, a stronger integration within the Marvel U yeah, as right. a result of it. Well, okay, you guys haven't left me with a whole lot. I'll see. I'll see if I can scrounge up a couple of things here. Right. I'm way behind on TV, so I have no TV on my list. So these are all movies, pretty much. So uh, Christopher Nolan's got a movie coming out this year called Tenet. It's being played very close to the chest. Not a, you know, a whole lot of details. Virtually no details are out about this. I think they did a sort of trailer clip for it that might have leaked online, but it was only for like particular showings of a movie. Uh, so like the Cloverfield trailer. It was. It was oh, like it, it was similar to when when they did the first scene of Dark Knight Rises mm. years back when when yeah when another movie sure. opened up yeah so you know I'll watch anything Nolan does so okay. I'm into that Soul is a Pixar movie that has got me excited for the first time in a while for okay. a lot of the Pixar ones um, <laughs> Pixar doing yeah. black people. I, I just like <laughs> I like jazz, <laughs> you speaking know. Of which, speaking of which, did you see that that 
Roy Wood Jr. was people kept sending him that photo of the character saying he's like, haha, it's not me. Yeah. Stop messing with me. <laughs> it's not yeah. me. Stop messing yeah. with me. It's yeah. not me. Um, I, he's like, I take Pixar's money, but it's but not, not me. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. That, yeah. Wow. I just, yeah, that does resemble him. Yeah, very oh much so, right? Um, I, I hate to slip back into these days, but we'll see if it still happens. But there's supposed to be a Snake Eyes movie what? coming out in the fall Here's of 2020. My Here's my groan. Not, not me. Not me. Every, he's everybody's favorite. Let's stop pretending. Let's just do that as a movie. I'm good. I'm good with it. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then for my off the beaten path one, I'm alone with it at this table. But, you know, in April... Khabib Nurmagomedov is supposed to be fighting uh, Tony Ferguson for the UFC lightweight belt, and they've tried to make this fight four times already. Wow. Oh wow! And both parties have tried have had to pull out due to injury or, or problems with weight cutting and this and that. And so this is the fifth time they tried to make this fight. And over the uh, course of how long? Three years. Really? Yeah, yeah. So I Khabib didn't... Khabib is undefeated, undefeated champion. Last defeated Conor, Conor McGregor back in October of 18, I want to say. And Tony Ferguson's on something like a nine-fight win streak, you know, beating some heavy, heavy hitters. Hmm. Donald Cerrone, I think, was his last one. So, super excited about that. I'm just talking. You guys are not into this, but no, I'm very excited for that. For, <laughs> I think this is going to be an awesome fight. If well, it happens, I no. hope it happens. Well, if it happens, I just hope it is what it, what, what happens because, I don't know, the stars may not align. Somebody might be better than uh, you, so to speak. Don't jinx it. Don't jinx it. <laughs> it's not even jinx. It's just looking at heavyweight bouts that I used to anticipate and salivate over it, and you actually get to the match like, what? What? And I'm hoping it not to jinx it, mm. but I'm hoping it doesn't go as planned. I'm hoping there's surprises and twists. I think I think that this I I think this one could be because (laughs) Khabib has got a very good wrestler ground and pound. He's gonna take you down, he's gonna control you, and he's gonna pound away at you that way. I just hope it's not Tony is very, very good fighting off of his back. So I think he may be the one person that may not mind, you know, getting you know, falling victim to what Khabib's strength is. Okay. He may, he may roll with it. Okay. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. No, but yeah. it is your repertoire. I can't say it go either way. I'm excited. So, okay. Well, that's it for uh, our excitement for 2019 and our looking forward to excitement for 2020. Uh, everybody have a safe and happy new year, and we'll see you in 2020.